In today's episode, what does your online activity say about you? How about your insurance business? If you've never Googled yourself or scrubbed your social media profiles, this episode is a must listen. So let's get into it. Social Media 101, how to scrub your social media profiles. Way back in the early days of Facebook, conversations happened on your Facebook wall. I know and remember this firsthand because it was how my sister and I were able to easily communicate back in the days that she was earning her doctorate in Mississippi. It was the time before texting was as mainstream as it is today. Think the era of Nokias and Motorola Razors. Back in the day, as we like to say around here. But my point here is, it's been a while since I first signed up for Facebook. But I've gone through my profile to clean it up a few times over the past few years. Same with Twitter, same with Instagram. Now, I will note that the majority of information out there on this topic is focused towards young people searching for that first job out of college. And that's definitely a point in time where it's wise to conduct a social media scrub. But it's not the only one. It's one of those housekeeping tasks that should be performed periodically if your business has a community presence, an online presence, and especially if your business is on social media. Why do we suggest this as part of your business strategy? Well, young people are cleaning up their online presence to show who they are to potential employers. Your social media profile shows who you are to potential clients and business partners. What are your social media profiles saying about you? We all change over time, and you want to make sure that your social media profiles reflect who you are right now. It's very possible that some of the things you posted a few years back are not indicative of the life you're living right now. It would be a shame to miss out on business because of that or have an old post come back to haunt you. Take, for example, this one, quote, kids aren't in my 10-year plan. They're so much better when you can give them back, end quote. Said the mother of an eight-year-old, three and a half years before she had her daughter. Now, that's an example of how life has other plans, right? But it's not always a lighthearted example like this one. That's why today we are bringing you a checklist that consists of seven steps and will walk you through the process of scrubbing your social media profiles squeaky clean. Kicking it off with step number one, take stock of your online presence and social media profiles. Make a list of all the accounts you've signed up for so you can go through them systematically, allocating the proper amount of time for each one. The accounts that you seldom use will take less time to review than those you post on more regularly. Step two, think about your business branding. What does that messaging look like? What are you professionally known for? Think of that in context to what you typically post on social media. If those two things don't jibe, you've got some work to do. Now, I'm not saying to take the human aspect out of your personal social accounts, and only post business-related content, because that's another problem altogether. But the content you post or have posted should not be able to be considered offensive, ignorant, or mean. So just because you think it's funny doesn't mean it will read that way to everyone in the room. Step three, 
Google yourself, your email address, and past aliases. This step will make sure that you don't overlook online activity like old accounts or comments you made on websites. It should bring up old photos that you might have been tagged in, too. Now we move on to step number four, delete where necessary. As you're opening up each of these social profiles and taking a trip back through memory lane, you might very well find posts and photos that you will want to delete. For example, I found an old Facebook wall-style post to my sister explaining the details of a computer I ordered over 10 years ago. Not something that I necessarily need to delete, but there's really no sense in keeping it as that laptop has been a doorstop for quite some time now. And on social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and others, it's pretty easy to find and click the delete button. Content on other social profiles and websites can be a little bit tougher to manage, but not impossible. In those situations, check the links to see where that content exists, and that should inform you of how to go about deleting it. If it's a photo that you're tagged in, you can simply untag yourself. And if you can't do that, you should be able to make a formal request for the photo to be taken down. If it's a comment on a website, like on a blog post, those messages are usually controlled through a blogging service, content moderation software, social media, or directly through the website. Many of those services give you control over what you've posted and allow you to delete comments within your own profile. Others require you to be logged in and then visit the original comment in order to delete it. Next up, step number five, unfollow where necessary. This is an area where I recommend exercising caution, especially in the wake of cancel culture. Don't just jump on the bandwagon and rush to cancel the latest person who's made a mistake. That is not what we're suggesting here. Rather, think about who you follow in the same framework as your social profile. It's a snapshot of who you are right now. You can probably sift through the list of people you follow on social media and weed a few out. Even libraries do that with their book collections periodically. Some people abandon their accounts and stop updating them. Others can pivot and turn their social profile into something completely different. For example, I follow a lot of nail polish blogs because I enjoy painting my nails as a form of self-care. Many of those bloggers have moved on to other creative interests over the years, and that's fine, and I've unfollowed some of them, as some of the interests don't always match up with my own. Instagram actually recently introduced a feature that lets you see who you don't really interact with, and you can trim those accounts from your feed. As you look through your lists of followers, it's likely that you'll find similar accounts that you're not interacting with, or even some accounts that have been abandoned and are no longer being updated or properly maintained. Which brings us right to number six on our list, deactivate unused accounts. If you're not using an account and don't see a need for it in the future, deactivate it. Think of it this way. It's one less thing to worry about. Way back in the day I joined Facebook, March 2007 to be precise, it wasn't long after that I let everyone on MySpace know that I was leaving the platform. At some later date, I logged back into that account, had a good laugh at the look and design of my profile, 
and clicked a button to completely erase my existence from MySpace. If it's been a while since you logged into, say, Twitter, for the sake of example, you don't really use it, you're not attached to any of your tweets or anything like that, it's okay to delete your account. There's no rule that says you have to be on every single social media site that's out there. It's more important for you to have and maintain your current presence where your audience is. And that brings us to the last step on our list. Number seven, make updates where you need to. When you take a really good check on your social media profiles, you'll likely find a few spots that need to be updated. That could be adding current information, updating your profile picture, deleting old media, relinking other social accounts and files, just to name a few. There are people out there who are constantly refreshing those areas of their profiles, and then there are those of us who probably use the same profile picture for a year or five on end. But the good thing is, once you get to this step, you're almost done. You know the work that needs to be done next time, and you should be in pretty good shape. But of course, this wouldn't be a complete episode without a bonus, and I've got three bonus steps you can take to keep moving in a good and positive direction on social media. Bonus step one, post useful content. If you got something out of reading an article, write a quick post about why you found it interesting or beneficial and share the link to it. By citing an example, you give the people who follow you a reason to want to click on what you posted, more than just the name of the article. Keep your audience in mind, and keep the suggestions we mentioned earlier in mind as well. If it can be construed as mean, offensive, or ignorant, you probably shouldn't post it. And if you're unsure or have doubts about posting something, it's probably best not to. Better to err on the side of useful and cautious then post something haphazardly simply because you got a chuckle out of it. Bonus step two, follow the people and companies that inspire you and challenge you to be better. Their content will show up in your feed and serve as inspiration while you're on that particular app. Include voices and opinions that are unbiased or different from your own to give you perspective. Otherwise, you can end up in an echo chamber that simply rubber stamps you. And the third and final bonus step, interaction with your followers is what drives authenticity on social media. Showing who you are consistently through what you post and how you comment. It's the same thing as networking and talking with others, just in a digital format. Stay humble, be kind. Words to live by for all of us as we navigate the wilds of the interwebs as we know them nowadays. For more insight and ideas on how to get your social media profiles up to snuff, don't forget to visit our episode notes for links to resources that will be helpful to your efforts. We'll also have links to additional podcast episodes and our own social media profiles, so you can check those out and make sure you're following along with us. Thanks so much for listening to this installment of the ASG podcast. If you haven't already, we would love it if you subscribe to our podcast, and you can do that wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for your support. We will see you next episode.